Yo, 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 what's cracking, man? It's your homeboy, the Guru here from Guru Speaks Podcast. But right now, this ain't Guru Speaks Podcast. This is the Stir the Pop Podcast, you feel me? Your boys is back. We got a nice little rebrand going. It's going to be strictly about sports, you know what I mean? And I got my dog with me, of course, my dog Fat Lee D. What's cracking, homie? Man, what's good, man? It's been a long time oh, coming. Dude. I'm, I'm super excited. I'm glad we got back. Me I mean, too, man. I've been I've been fiending this, man. So I'm glad we, we back at it. And with the rebrand, um, we're going to kind of simplify it. Right. I think last year we touched base on a lot of different topics. A lot of broad things. From sports to politics, politics entertainment. Culture. So this season, uh-huh. we're going to strictly stick to sports. Okay. So I'm, I'm excited about it, bro. So as we always say, what's first on the menu? But before we get into everything, man, I just want to, you know, let the people know and let you know, bro, it's, it's nice to be working with you again, dog. It's, it's been a long time, man. I think the last time we recorded, I wanted to say we tried to record, put something out in like January, but our schedules didn't align. So it's been almost... About a year. I think the last thing we did was October. Yeah, it's been about a year. I know I was in school um, for sports broadcasting, so that took a lot of my time. I know right. you've been busy with your podcast. Yeah. You know, Guru Speaks. I also still got my clothing line. Make Word sure y'all up. go follow. For sure. Fatly underscore official. Also, Fatly underscore clothing. Um, those are the two Instagram pages. Fatly clothing is still in business. Don't forget to go get y'all some, some shirts. Real talk. Get y'all some gear. We got a lot of exciting things this year, so. Yeah, man. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Let's get it, dog. What's the first order of business, man? So first order of business. Um, I want to talk about the the receivers in the NFL. That that's the first thing I, we got to talk about, bro. Mm-hmm. Because this the the antics with Antonio Brown and OBJ, crazy. Odell Beckham. This shit is wild, bro. Like <laughs> I I've never in my wildest dreams would have ever thought. That the NFL would have came to this point, because you think it's too much like clown shit going on, like goofy shit. Yeah, like I feel like they're trying to make football more than football. They're trying to bring other aspects into the game mm-hmm. that, like Hollywood shit. Yeah, like for example, the Antonio Brown stuff. Let's let's talk about Antonio Brown first. Right. So Antonio Brown, obviously, we we all know what what. The antics that just took place. Mm-hmm. He was in the Steelers for what seven years, eight years, about eight years, and he decided he wanted to leave because he had a situation with Big Ben. Big Ben put called him out or whatever. Granted, I do think Big Ben was wrong for that, but I of think course. they could have, you know, squashed that and moved on from it. But he demanded a trade, right? Wanted to get released. Mm-hmm. He got what he wanted. Went to the Raiders. Created this whole, oh, I can't wait to be here. Press conference. Press conference. I'm coming to work. <laughs> and then he comes in. And then long story short, fucks up his feet mm. with the, the cryo chamber, whatever the hell it is. Cryo, cryo, yeah, whatever. Frostbite. Frostbite. Um, what else did he do? Um, um, shit. He. Question is, what did he do? Um, well. He created the situation with Mayock. Called him a cracker. Called him a cracker. He told him he was going to punch him in the face. Told him he was going to punch him in the face. Told him fine me for this. He got fined. He didn't want to be fined. My thing is, what bothers me about the whole situation, a lot of people feel like it was planned by the Patriots because uh, the Patriots tried to trade for him. 
you know, for a first rounder and it didn't yeah. work. Mm-hmm. The Steelers didn't want it. So the way things played out, it kind of sounds like it was planned. It was planned. But the way the things went, I don't think it was planned no, no, at no, all. No, no, there, no. There's no way you can convince me that Antonio Brown went through all of that just to get out. Just to get out. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, if you did go through all that just to get out of the Raiders, you're I'm, I'm concerned for your mental well-being. Like, I'm, I'm really concerned yeah. with Antonio Brown's mental um, stability because he went through way too much. He put that team through way too much. So you tell me you, you got frostbite in your feet on purpose? <laughs> you, you know, people telling me, oh, it's not about the money. It, it's about his values. But then... When his his money, his guaranteed money gets voided, then it goes to it's about the money now. Yeah. Now you don't took my money. I, I just find it ironic, like, um, when he found out like they were gonna void the guarantee, he got Derek Carr and I I think another um I think it was Vontez that was up there. Yeah, perfect, yeah. Yeah. The dude that knocked him in the head a couple years ago. How ironic they're on the same team, which right. I, I think Tez is very dirty, but that's a whole nother story. But um he got up there the day after he, you know, called Mike Mike Mayock, we all know what he called him, and uh, he gave an emotional apology. And um, then the next day after that, he went on the gram and said, um, you know, release me. No, no, no. Before he went on the gram, he released a private phone call, him and John Gruden. Well, before on, that, even before that, he... Before that even happened, he got fined again. They find him, which he posted on social media. Yeah, and then they find him again. And then they find him again, conduct. which voided his contract. Right, for the I think it's called conduct. Detrimental. Uh, detrimental, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. they, they find him for that, 200-something thousand, which voided his guaranteed money. He Then he also recorded, and this is, what, this is the part that I'm saying bothers me about the situation because you recorded a private conversation of the head coach a conversation y'all had together and purposely posted it on social media on YouTube. for clout. Right. You're chasing clout. Like, Antonio Brown is so about himself, which at the end of the day, you know, they, they say you're supposed to worry about yourself. You know, take whatever makes you happy. Mm-hmm. So if that's the route he's going, so be it. But do it on your – do it on, on another sport or do it somewhere else because football is a team sport. Mm-hmm. We're And I'm, I'm really concerned and worried that – we're going to get to the point where Antonio Brown might start a new phase where athletes are going to want to start making it about themselves. Acting out. Acting out. Or he, he said it in an interview. I don't know if you remember the interview he had a couple months back in February that I think a 30 for 30 or ESPN story where he said that I'm not playing by y'all rules. I don't need to prove myself. I, I, I've already done everything. Y'all got to play by my rules. Yeah. So it's like when you say that comment and then all of the – things that have happened recently, it, it almost looks like as if you're basically saying, like, I'm bigger than the league. You guys need me. I don't need you. I don't have to follow the rules. I don't have to follow the rules. And my thing is, like, okay, yes, you're one of the greatest wide receivers in the game, but the game don't need Antonio Brown. No. All the, the league would keep going without Antonio Brown. Absolutely. And I used to be a big fan of his. Yeah. I'm sure you used to be a fan. I used to be a fan because the man, his talent, you can't question the talent. Right. And when he first came to the league, he wasn't like this. No. He was very humble But because he came from nothing. When you – yeah, and you're, you're right. But when you come from nothing, and I think A.B. was, what, a sixth, seventh-round pick, I believe? Six. Six pick. 
So that's very low in the draft. So of course, you know, when you're not highly regarded coming out of college, of course you're gonna be like, damn, if, if they need me on special teams, I'll do this. If you know, that's how honestly a lot of guys, especially on that skill set, make the team because if you're not first, second round, you're gonna have to go to special teams to kind of make the team because you know, we can use you in both ways. We know you're low on the depth chart. So if you remember, A.B. was returning kicks, um, doing kick returns uh, early in his career. Yeah. But when um, Martavis Bryant left, that's when he be got his shot. You know what I'm saying? So that's when he became the man. But I just feel like um, – I feel like that's – you don't just – money and, and, and fame enlarges this – but I feel like deep down inside, I think this has always been a fantasy of A.B. to like, damn, you know what? One day I'm going to make it out of Liberty City, one of the hardest places to grow up in the country. And I'm going to make it out of there. And one, this shit going to be all about me. And he didn't have the best of childhood. Exactly. And I, exactly. I agree. So and I feel like not. I, I feel like it's always been there, but it's been minimized because based on the situation. Because, you know, like I said earlier, he wasn't highly regarded coming out. But... I, always, I feel like it's just always been a fantasy of his. They're like, I'm going to take the league by storm one day, and I'm going to blow the fuck up, and I'm going to get my shot. You know what I mean? But it, it, it's really sad, man, because you got your younger athletes looking at this shit like, and you're not impressionable. These kids are, bro, especially by the social media. So it's it just interesting to see, you know, what's going to happen. And, you know, right after the, the he asked to be released, from the Browns, I'm excuse me, not the Browns, the Raiders. Patriots picked them up in less than. Oh. I mean, clearly, I mean, we all know the the Patriots have a history of of picking up look guys with bags. They did it with Randy Moss, Corey Josh Dillon. Gordon, Corey Dillon. So they, you know, they have the the team and the the, the support, locker the locker room to handle those type of players, right? Because they have, for one, they have a winning organization. It's winning a, changes things. It's a standard. It's a standard there. So. It's one of those things where Bill Belichick's like, either you with it or you're gone. We don't need you. Yeah. See, the difference is all these other teams, they they, they needed need Antonio right. Brown. Exactly. The Patriots don't need him, so that's right. going to humble him a, a lot. But my thing is, was you went to the Raiders because you wanted to be the guy, and you became the guy, the star player of the team. You were in the media, you know what I'm saying? And it's like that still wasn't enough. Yeah, you're right, bro. I'm just trying to figure out, like, and I don't keep it 100. Like, I think I suffer from that sometimes. Like, you get everything you want, but you still ain't happy. I'm trying to figure out, like, I don't know if that's a medical term. Not saying it's an illness, but it's like, okay, like, he got all of, he wanted, the, the, big, the, the main reason why he left Pittsburgh, uh, eight, uh, uh, Big Ben was icing on the cake, but all that guaranteed money had left. And they, uh, in the the Rooney's weren't going to re-up and give... Nah, I don't even think... Because Pittsburgh was was going to pay him. But the guarantees had uh, ran out. That's why he was upset. If he would have waited, he would have got the guarantee. He would have got the money. The situation with Antonio Brown was more so, I felt like, he felt he was losing the locker room. He The last, I believe, two or three years before he left, he was the, the team MVP. They gave it to Juju. They, they gave it to Juju that year. And, and he got upset. And he got upset about it. And then also, because this and what solidified it for me was when he took shots at Juju on Instagram, on Instagram and, and Twitter, <laughs> and you're on a whole other team, and Juju ain't said nothing about you. 
But you coming for him when he's did nothing but since day one look up to you, try to come for you. You know what I'm saying? I I, I get what you're saying, but Juju did he did say some slick shit it, after the fact. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. After. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna stand my ground. Like yeah, yeah. You're salty. You know what I'm saying? You're being a, a salty ex, <laughs> and you don't think I'm gonna stand my ground? Juju I, did the right thing. I, I I agree, but I feel like Juju, you know, yo, I'm your daddy still, nigga. Like I raised you in this culture, still this culture. You know what I'm saying? I was a god to you when you was at Southern California. Then when you got here, like damn, this nigga really the truth. I'm he on the other side. Yeah, of but me. Juju never denied that. Juju always knew that Antonio. Yeah, he paid homage. You know, he yeah. paid his respect. So it right. wasn't like. He came for him or was trying to come right, for his right, job yeah, or anything yeah. like that. So, I mean, he, he, he paid his dues. And with Juju, you know, <clears throat> Antonio Brown was complaining during the year. I don't know if you remember. He was complaining that he wasn't getting enough touches. touches right. And I'm thinking to myself, like, bro, you had, like, 14 touchdowns. You still big, had over, big, over, over big, a thousand uh, receiving yards. Right. Big Ben targets the shit out of him. Like Big Ben threw the most interceptions. Trying to force the ball to Antonio, to Brown. Antonio Brown than he did with Juju. Or uh, Switzer. Or Ryan Switzer, yeah. Like, come on, bro. That little motherfucker, he's underrated to me. I, I, I mean, he's a good little gadget dude. I, You know what, Darnell? Like, honestly, bro, I like them little, like, them little small receivers. Me too, like Cole Beasley. That's another you one I like. You took the words right out my mouth, dog. Cole Beasley, another one. Man, but we finna get off topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> Cause those are the guys that's gonna work. You know, they're yeah, gonna yeah. grind, they're gonna be in the right in the in the gym and they're gonna be at practice. And that's another thing. Antonio Brown showing up to practice, not Lame. coming to practice. He literally thought like, I'm the man. Like I'm, you know, I I'm I'm proven. You know what I'm saying? That's literally cause he said out his mouth. I ain't got nothing to prove. You know what's funny? So it's like almost he was like, Why do I need to go to practice? I don't need to go to practice. I was watching a vlog of his, cause obviously everybody know A B got a YouTube channel. But um I remember he was at the Steelers facility, and they had a team meeting. This nigga was late because he said he he was getting a haircut. I was like, dog, like really? But he he literally legit thinks that he done put in so much work. But Darnell, and he's the top of it. He don't have to work. He don't have to do what everyone else does. I'm A B. I'm I'm above everybody. But I bet he won't do that shit in New England. Nah. I guarantee Co- you. Coach Belichick don't play that shit. Bro, Coach Belichick don't even smile on Christmas Day. So what make you think, bro, Coach Belichick gonna put up that shit? Bro, bro this man turned down thirty million guaranteed to go to New England. To, to now he gonna be on one year deals for the rest of his career. But but nobody he, can trust him. But here's the thing. If you read the um the uh language of the contract, <clears throat> he's gonna get all that shit guaranteed. Plus, the Patriots might pick up the 2020 option. That's still out there. Well, yeah, I see he got the 2020 option. They also had a stipulation in his contract where, if, I guess, where if he starts to, if anything he does makes the team or any of the teammates basically have a bad name, then he's going to be, um, he's going to avoid this guaranteed money as well. So, I mean, I think. I don't think Patriots have nothing to lose. I they mean, don't. They don't. That's what I'm saying. The Patriots have nothing to lose. They they already showed they don't need them. Right. They don't need the man. So it's like either you are gonna come on board with the program, or or we can bye. let you go. Go find somewhere else to go. And this is a winning program. Yeah. You're talking about a winning program. So Shit. if you can't last in a winning program, right. you don't. Then you don't belong in the NFL. You really don't belong anywhere. Um. And you're right. I just feel like. <clears throat> Coach Belichick, he played it right, and that shows how smart he is. 
But also it shows you uh, the talent of AB because the Patriots were one of the early teams uh, calling Mr. Rooney for a trade. Yeah. Hey, that's what I said. Nobody's denying the talent. The talent Belichick, is there. He offered a first. A but first round, but the Steelers did not want him in. They didn't want So, I mean, you know, I just feel like it, it, it's going both ways. I feel like Big Ben is going to miss Antonio Brown. Yeah. And Antonio Brown is definitely going to miss him. Well, but Big shit, ben, he playing with Tom now. I'm saying Big Fuck. Ben's already missing Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. You saw the game. You saw the way he played that night, bro. Man, he looked awful. But it ain't even just him. They had a few times that they could have scored. But this, it shows you the impact of a player. Of a player because they basically, they, Juju's their number one now. Where Juju was so open last year and got all those receptions because they were trying to double Antonio Brown Correct. and guard Antonio Brown. Yeah. So now you got Juju and now you got Dante Moncrief. Bro, you know how many passes Dante Moncrief dropped in that game? I'm talking touchdown. He had a touchdown in his hand and he dropped it. So you're going from somebody that's got guaranteed hands to somebody that don't. Now the man broke his finger and now he's supposed to be playing through his finger. They don't. They don't. I mean, Juju still. He did his thing. He yeah. still got his. But you know, Juju's still gonna do what Juju does. I don't know, cause I mean, Man, Juju's nice. Yeah, no, no, no doubt. But I just feel like I don't think he's gonna be like he was last year. But like, because like you said, you know, AB was getting all the double coverage. Now we know you're their guy. Well, yeah. So, what's the name? So we're gonna uh, scheme against you. They put their best corner. I think it was Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore Stephon was Gilmore. playing Juju. So I mean. Like I said, the whole – I just really – it really bothers me the – and I was arguing with a dude the other day because he tried to tell me that the whole drama with A.B. He goes, he's smart, man. He did all of that. He did all of that just to – Just to get just out. Just to get out. Just to get out of, of uh, a losing organization or a bad organization to go to the I Patriots. Was smart. Man. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, so you turn, you lose money, you get fined. You got fines, you still got to pay. You lose out on $30 million guaranteed. To, to now be on one-year deals, yeah, you got to be with the Patriots, but now you're with a team that you have to cooperate. Yeah. You can't be the, – the shit you're doing in with that you did with the Raiders and with Pittsburgh, you're not going to be able to do that in New England. It's not a chill, laid-back environment. It's not. Bill Belichick will cut you in a heartbeat. You better act, man. You better pff, go talk to Randy Moss. I guarantee Randy Moss will tell you. Ocho Cinco. Ocho Cinco. The list goes on, bro. Like, we can go on uh, – He look at James um, – Harrison. No, Jamie um, Collins, the linebacker. Yeah, got cut. He asked for a contract extension. The, the, the Patriots said no, we ain't gonna pay you. They cut him. He went to the Browns, and then they brought him back on a cheaper deal. That bro, Coach Belichick. That's the Patriots, bro. That what, at what? the end of the day, they they the real deal. Yeah, they the real deal, bro. I don't think we'll never see another dynasty like that in our lifetime, bro. Like, nah, not like that. Not nah. for two. They got two decades, not one, two. And Tom's still playing at a high level, bro. Which yeah, is amazing. Agreed. So I, I mean, I just think the Antonio Brown situation. Do, do you like think I said, it'll, it'll work out in New England for AB? I think it can. I think if he's willing to humble himself a little bit, I think they have really something special in New England. I hate to say it because I don't like the Patriots, right? But being a realistic, objective person, you know, just talking sports in general, like the Patriots have a nasty team right now. And Tom Brady, 42 years old, threw for what, 340 yards, three touchdowns. 
He look like Benjamin Button, bro. Easy, a modern day Benjamin Button. Making it look easy, dog. But I mean, at the same time, he got protection. Yeah. He got a run game. He's got receivers. Yeah. I guarantee you, mark my words, if the Patriots make a little bit of a run, they're going to the Super Bowl. Not only are they going to the Super Bowl, but I think that Gronk is going to come back. Mm. Gronk has already made indications that he wants to come back. He's thinking about He's it. He's thinking about it. He just. He needs to take a break, a mental break, his body. Yeah. You know, he's he's mentioned all those things. So I think once he – and with football, anyone that knows the game of football, when you've been playing it for so long and then you stop playing it, that's all you know, you start to miss the game. Mm-hmm. So I think Gronk might make a comeback. I know for a fact Andrew Luck going to come back. There's so? no way he's not going to come back. So Not walking out like that. Nah, not walking out like that. He's going to miss the game. Um. But, I mean, let's, that's another day. We'll say that for another day, you know. With Antonio Brown, I also want to talk about the situation he got. It's crazy. He's got so much shit going on right now. Just what? Yesterday we just got news that, that apparently he's being uh, charged or sued, should I say? Not charged. He's being sued for sexual assault, assault from a chick that said he did it three different times. As much as I dislike what Antonio Brown has done recently, I I don't think it's right for a female like that to be trying to take advantage of the situation and try to get money. So you're saying that this man raped you three different times mm-hmm. and you kept going back? So you, he raped you one time. Let him do it again. Then you came back. Mm-hmm. He did it again. And, and then you came back a third time. In 2018. And this happened between two years. Right. You saying that it was a brother-sister bond, but there's footage, video footage, of y'all two being lovey-dovey, mm. him laying in your bed in his boxers while you sitting in the background laughing and giggling. There's footage. Really? There's footage, yes. Really? I, I'll show you afterwards. I will show you the footage on, on, on Facebook. Wow. There's full footage, and it don't look like it's, no brother-sister relationship. Yeah. And it's also funny how the timing... You decided to come out right now mm-hmm. with the situation, with everything that Antonio Brown's going through. Right. Granted, wow. I'm not saying that, you She's know, we all lying. know raping is, yeah, is, yeah. is not something. Serious. That No, it's something serious, but it's not something that we should take lightly. Oh, yeah, no. But in right. this situation, it's just too many dots the don't time, connect. The timing and, like, this is, I heard the first uh, assault took place, was well, first two took place in 2017. Okay, it's 2019. We're almost in 2020. He's been at this is his third team. Well, he just got to New England, so he's been on two teams already. You wait, he gets to damn near the best team in the league. The best team, three teams, and now you 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 got a history with him because apparently y'all knew each other way way back in the day, and y'all kind of just fell off since college. Since college, but dude, you just brought up something that made me think. And she's about to get married. Okay. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I did. You about to get married, but the man was just, you was just with the man last year. Something ain't adding up. But here's the thing. You just said something that made me think. I didn't even know about the video footage. I'm telling you, bro. This footage, I will show you. I think that's going to, AB's legal team, if they, if they. Oh, AB going, AB going to be all right. He going to get off of it because there's too much. I think he got emails. Evidence. Evidence. There's actual emails where he's going off on her. 
because he, she's trying to her and her mom. I guess he's saying some of the moms extortion. involved trying to trying to get a come up. Yeah, like kind of extorting. So, mm. so what? I heard like she uh, from Florida too. I don't know. I know she was at LSU. I don't know where she's from. I just know I seen a at LSU um, a picture of her in some LSU gear. I guess she went to college there and she was a trainer or something trainer, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um. Yeah, he was he, he was going off on her in the little emails I saw or whatever. Cussing and shit. Man, he was going off talking about, oh, you just trying to find a come up. You just trying to find a way to get money. You broke and da da da. He's yeah. like, that's why I bust on your back. And Whoa. Yeah. Like, going he, in. He was going in, bro. Mm. I was like, oh, shit. AB, about business. <laughs> booming. Booming. <laughs> business is booming. You know, it's funny. His other uh, mantra is. Is obviously business booming, then the other one's called God. So it's just like, <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to put, you like you said, rape is something very serious. So we don't want to play. But I just feel like, bro, just the, like, just the timing, just. None of it adds up, bro. Like, it, it's, it's not something that we should just throw under the rug. It's just something that should be really looked into you know don't get me wrong we should should still be investigated it should still be taken serious in that stint but i don't believe it i don't believe it one bit and a lot of times i don't believe it because it's like you know why would this man need to rape you on three on three different occasions and why would you keep going back after the first first time i would say first two times why would you go back a third why would you go back after you know a civil suit versus a criminal civil suit is I just want some money. We can we can tell. Yeah. The civil suit that was the James shit. That, that was the civil suit. And um, they're not even. It's it's not even a, a a criminal. They're not even trying to take criminal action or anything. They just want money. They're just trying to. It's a lawsuit where they're trying to gain money. So that right there is also the all the proof that I need. That. You know he didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like I honestly don't believe that he did. They can't nobody convince me otherwise. That he didn't. Nah, they can't. So, with that situation, I think everything will work out for Antonio Brown. I really do. I pray for AB, man. I pray for his mental well-being. I do pray for his mental well-being. Like I said, some people think that he was a genius. I honestly don't. I think, <clears throat> you know, if, if if you did all of that just to get to the Patriots, that's... That's too that, much. That's too much. Like... How the fuck do you plan, like... That's just, that's just scary. Like, if, I really think something might be mentally... I don't know if he took too many hits. I don't know if this could be some cases of CTE. Mm. You know, who knows? You know, but... I just pray. I, I pray and, and hope that we could just get Antonio Brown on the field and all of the other shit will go away. Will go away. Um, <laughs> but that goes into our next topic because... Um, st- actually, it's still similar, same topic, just branching off to another person. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we're st- staying on the topic of wide receivers to me being divas and not doing just wide goofy. receivers, just people in general doing goofy shit, doing goofy, crazy shit. So that leads into the Odell Beckham thing. Oh, God. Odell Beckham, I feel like this is my personal opinion. Uh huh. I mean, at the end of the day, people can like it, people don't. But with OBJ, I feel like Odell Beckham, the whole situation with the watch. I feel like it was for one, it was a money-making opportunity. Mm-hmm. Whoever made him that watch offered, hey, if you can wear this watch in the game, we'll, we'll, we'll cut you a check. We'll pay you. We'll pay you. I honestly think it's a branding because OBJ is a brand. Of course. You know, his name, his, his player, he's a brand. So I honestly believe that 
the shit with OBJ with him wearing a watch was was uh, a marketing or a brand um, for him to, to get a check. The second thing with the situation is then instead of just taking a watch off and just saying, all right, I didn't know the rules. No big deal. Take the watch off and hand, and go about your business. You double down and start saying you feel singled out. And if it ain't one thing, it's another. And then saying if it was anybody else, it wouldn't have been a big deal. Or if it was a $20 watch. I personally disagree. If it was a $20 watch, it would have still been talked about. Absolutely. If it was anybody else, it would have still been talked about. Absolutely. Because nobody wears watches in the game. Yeah. I mean, guys wear jewelry. They wear jewelry. And even that a is... A necklace. Even but, that is kind of iffy because... You see what Aqib Tlaib did Michael with Crabtree. Michael Crabtree. He snatched the shit off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> They should have did that to him. Like, they should have been like, yo, we get this nigga down. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to pin him down in the, <laughs> and the, on the pile. You know how it is. Yeah. It, it was I'm, crazy I'm, I'm as well. Like, he said that the watch is plastic. So you spent $200,000 on a plastic watch. That don't make sense. Number two, what do you need a watch for in a football game? You're not going to look at the time. It's not going to help you catch the ball. There's no benefit in wearing the watch other than you trying to make it a fashion statement and trying to create something new. But that's not even cool to do. Like It's not maybe to us, but to the next generation of kids, kids oh, growing shit, up Odell, that man. love Odell. Right, yeah. You, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You got to understand when we were kids, you know, when we saw Michael Vick rocking you know, corn rolls or do-rag. doing do-rags or certain yeah. shit that he wear, he wear the... The um the sleeves and right, right. you know when you play Madden what you doing on Madden you trying to get your player to look like Michael Vick right correct you know what I'm saying that's how we grew up so these kids growing up they gonna do the same thing oh Odell got a watch I want to wear a watch but that's I that to me wearing a watch that's just goofy shit because I mean just like why would you um want to do something like wouldn't you I would feel like dude I even at work and I don't even play football but. Your circulation after what you just—it's just uncomfortable. Like a watch, yeah. I mean, I just wore a watch today, and for the most part, I could wear it, but I have to adjust it. You know, sometimes it's just like you said, it's on your wrist. Like, if anything, it could probably affect you catching the ball, and probably hurt you in a way. Why would you help you? I don't get it, Odell. And then, but see, that's my problem with him. Every time somebody say something about this nigga, man, he always want to cry. Be like. It's always me. That's what he said, but that's what I said. The way it seems like it was like Odell was like, all right, Antonio Brown, you're getting all the attention. You you getting everything right now. I want it. I need some of that. <laughs> I let me I need some of that. So I want me, that clout. Let me try to do something so I could bring so I could be in the media, so I could be in the spotlight. Right. And you talking about if it ain't one thing, it's another. Bro, what are you talking about? No one wears a watch. No one's ever wore a watch. i never seen that, bro. They said, I've never seen it, but I, I was listening the other day. They said that Shannon. Uh, someone, yeah, or I don't know if it was Shannon or somebody, but they said that the last time someone wore a watch was in like the 1980s and it was the punter or the kicker. It was, yeah, I heard that. It was a Casio because he can uh, check his, uh, um, the punt radius or something like that. That's what I heard. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, you talking about if it was anybody else. Bro, if anybody wore a watch, that would be news on TV. Yeah, it'd be like, what the hell are they, do- are they doing? Yeah, because nobody wears watches. And then you talking about you being singled out. How are you being sing- You wanted to be singled out. You wore the watch. Because you want attention. You wanted the attention. I think attention, bro, is like, no. And I did an episode about that, but... Attention is a drug, bro. It's, it's the worst. Attention is a drug, especially with social media. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it, it... You can overdose, bro. 
That's what Antonio Brown did. I feel like OBJ, he told me, oh, I'm going to continue to wear a watch. So you're going to continue to create a problem until the league decides to finally find your ass. And then you're going to get fined. Then you're going to get mad. mad. And make and an excuse. It's, it's going to create a whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, damn, bro. Like, we ain't even talking about Cleveland football. We ain't even talking about Cleveland. We're talking about you. Cleveland just lost their first game after all that at hype. At home. At home. Baker Mayfield. Three interceptions. Talking all that they shit. They had 18 penalties for 180-something yards worth of penalties. 183. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, um, didn't Odell say we're the, new, we're the new New England Patriots? That's what I'm saying. Y'all had all this hype <laughs> all offseason. Everyone said Cleveland was going to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. They're yeah, a playoff okay. contending team. Sure. The first game of the year. Baker is on every commercial. Talking Baker shit. Mayfield this. In the game, he's got, like, the highest rating in the game. Uh, he what, got a higher rating than Carson Matt? Wentz. On um, uh, Madden? Yeah, he got a higher rating than a lot of good quarterbacks. What, Baker's in his what, first 80? year. What, Baker's what, eight, rank eight? Uh, I think he got like an 83 this or year? 85, somewhere in there. He's an 85 or 83 you somewhere. You think that's warranted for him? I wouldn't have put him that high. I, I think Give Baker. Him like a 79, 80. I like an 80. I think Baker Millfield is good. I would say 80, 81 on Madden. I think he's very good. Don't get me wrong. The man is talented. And he has a lot of potential, but to put him above some of these big name dudes, you know, much. and you haven't really even proved yourself, I guess, in a sense, because it's like I'm, I'm looking. You had at a him. rookie year that yeah was you broke the record, but you know what I'm saying nobody had film on you because you stepped in at the tie rod, so nobody didn't. You were surprising people, really. But not only that, you know what I'm saying. The other aspect of it is like. Okay, but did you make the playoffs? Nope. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the penalties that you, I mean, a lot of the turnovers you did have were very stupid penalties. You know what I'm saying? And right. it's like and, and Baker has a mouth on him, you know what I'm saying? All season all off season long he's been You talking. know you already know how I feel. I already know how you feel, but I it's just like I said, the whole situation with OBJ went from it, we're not even talking about the teams. We're not talking about it's we're talking about OBJ and the watch. And that's exactly what he wanted. At the end of the day, that's exactly what he wanted. He could say otherwise, oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't want it for this or I didn't want it for that. But at the end of the day, bro, you wanted the attention because you wore the watch, period. Exactly. And, and I'm noticing a lot of people, we live in an era now where people do whatever it takes to, to get, get attention. To get attention. And like I said, attention is a drug, and especially on social media, you know what I'm saying? Perfect example. We're going to transition into the next topic. Kevin Durant. Mm. So, speaking of Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant is the most childish, insecure, talented-ass player that I've ever seen in my life. Keep going. The man has... I could have kept going, but I don't want to drag, drag his name through the mud. <laughs> but as good as Kevin Durant is, <laughs> as skilled as he is, mm-hmm. one of the great... He's probably going to go down as one of the greatest top ten players all time. Mm. But he's so emotional and sensitive. Why do you think that is? Early, I mean, do you see the recent, the, we was talking about it earlier, the recent uh, tweets. When he was tweeting, like when he tweets people, he lets people get under his skin. Oh, then, bro, I got, I, I know we on KD, but I just looked up Baker's rating and he's 83. I told you. I hit it right on the head. 83. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> and they had, I think they had Carson Wentz. Look up Carson Wentz. I can do that really quick. And ain't no way you can tell me Baker Mayfield after one season is better than Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz almost won MVP. 
what, just two years ago when they won a Super Bowl? Um, before he got hurt? He was an MVP candidate. Carson Wentz is a... Come on, dude. Pull up. Pull this up. Yeah, look that up. Because I, I, I know for a fact. I, looked, I was like, how is he higher than Carson Wentz? There's no way. I think Carson Wentz is an 80. 81. I think so, because I just played with Madden. I, I played them. Um, I played with Madden last night, and I use... Uh, bro, you guys got a good squad, bro. Like Who, the Eagles? Yes. Yeah, but our, our secondary still... Our secondary is still questionable. Your man Carson Wentz is an 82. Told you. So, they, I mean, they neck and neck. So, I mean. I, mean, I, I know they neck and neck, but still one of them. Obviously, is Baker, better. Baker is not better than Wentz. After, not, you not can't say that after one season he's better than Wentz. What about arm know. challenge? What would you say? They both got big arms. They both got big arms. But Wentz, boy. Wentz, if he can stay healthy, I Wentz think, is the real deal. He just has to stay healthy. That's his only downside is he, his health. He's had a long history, and even back in college, he had a history of injury. So, but, I mean, granted, they're not they're not career ending. They're not injuries that's gonna stop him. You but know, he's it, it, it'll make him miss a lot of time. It can make him miss time, and also make him miss important games. Like obviously during the Super Bowl run. But my point is, he's still he's shown enough flashes, and he's able to come back to where. That's still a guy you can make your franchise quarterback and still continue, which he just got paid. So obviously the Eagles are still all in on. Him. Oh yeah, Absolutely. but um, kind of backtracking back to the Kevin Durant thing, right? <clears throat> so he recently went on a Twitter rant or whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, it's funny because Skip called him Kevin Durant because <laughs> that's funny as hell. Kevin Durant instead of D U D O. I wanted to go back to OK. Oh, I can't talk right. <laughs> I want to go back to OKC. Uh huh. But I'm scared, or I'm I'm afraid to go back because I can't trust. He can't trust the fans or the people there because he said there was a lot of fakeness and shit going on. First off, hmm. they don't owe you nothing, and you don't owe them shit. Right. Secondly, you left them high and dry. To go to a contender. To go to a contender. 73 and 19. That you almost beat. You were one game away from and, beating. And y'all choked two and games. And you choked. Two Not, games in a row. First off, it wasn't that KD choked. I don't know if you remember that game. Oh, KD choked bro, in that game. I was watching that game and I lost money on that game. So I'll so, forget that. And then you up and left. Yeah. And you expect the fans to just be like, oh, Kevin Durant. Open we arms. We still love you. No, um, you. Fuck? Here's the thing: you mad because they mad at you because of some shit you did. Exactly. Let's, let's say that again. They're mad. They're mad. You know, you mad because they're mad at you because something you did. Now let that manifest to our audience. But while they're um, letting that marinate on their brain, I'm gonna remind our great faithful audience about what Kevin Durant did. Let's go back to. July of 2016, <clears throat> um, right after that um, Western Conference Finals, they were up three to one and they lost. Um, Kevin Durant choked for sure. He didn't show up, and I was just trying to figure out. I was so upset because I thought OKC was gonna upset Golden State, and obviously they didn't. But Clay is a one hell of a player, and that's who brought them back, especially Game 6, and then Game 7, it was over. 
So OKC had two games to um, beat Golden State, but especially that game six, that was in Oklahoma City. But Kevin Durant will never – he's upset at people for not accepting him, and that's another guy. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you why he's upset. KD is upset because his whole career he's been number two. He's he, never been – He got drafted number he's two. He's got drafted number two. He's never been able to get over the – you know what I'm saying? The highest he may have gotten is the number two best player in the league. He's never got over the hump where he could be called considered the best player in the league. And I honestly think that that, that, that irks him. That really bothers him that he can't get over that hump. And as talented as he is, he, it really bothers him that people don't consider him the best. The whole, I think the whole purpose of him going to, to um, the Warriors was because everyone knows winning changes things. And he felt, okay, if I can go win some rings, get, some titles. get me some titles, win MVP, mm-hmm. that they'll consider me better than LeBron. They'll put me above LeBron. They'll nope. put me to – so the man that went to OKC – I mean, he had left OKC, went to the Warriors, won a couple of rings, yep. and still never never got over the hump. I feel like even not only did he not get over the hump in the NBA world, but just uh, self-love. I don't think KD loves himself. I think he, he went there searching for not only to win titles and to get validation from everybody – but I feel like from him inside, he's not satisfied because he knows. That's why he got mad at Shannon and called him ignorant because he knows people in Oakland, E-40 them will never love love him like they love Curry, Clay. He called the man ignorant Dre. and then turned around and repeated the same exact thing Shannon said. Yeah. He just said that recently. On Twitter. So you're admitting that what Shannon said was correct. He wasn't calling you sorry. You was like, a big reason they won, but they will never love you. And that's what he was. That's all Shannon was saying, and that shows you how emotional, thin skin, how emotional he was, and how things can get because you literally called him an ignorant, called him out his name because he stated a fact that that you'll just never be Steph Curry. Steph Curry was drafted with the Warriors. Homegrown. Homegrown. He's been there from the beginning when they were sorry as fuck. 2009. To championship team. Yes. Then on top of that, Steph Curry, his image, his brand. Right. Steph Curry, obviously, he's a man of God. Mm-hmm. The man is in, you know what I'm saying? He's got a wife. Church. Um, Aisha Curry. Chef. Chef. He, you know, they say he be cooking because of him shooting his threes. So that kind of goes hand in hand. He's a family man. Right. He's a good dude. Right. Call him the baby face. Like, everything about Curry, you know what I'm saying, lets you know that he's going to be that whole on this family. pedestal that you're not going to be able to, to match. I Same like- thing with Clay. Same thing with Draymond. Right. They're going to love those dudes first. Oh. Yeah, you came in and you helped him win a ring. whoop d fucking do But guess what? Them players, I mean, those fans, they know what you did. They know exactly what you did. I've, well, those And then other, you turn around and did it to them, too. Yeah, you left them. You, you left Golden State. So is KD a runner? Man, KD. I know, I know he has running shoes, but is, is he a runner? KD don't like to face things head up, in my personal so opinion. So you think he just, when things get hard, he just 
he runs away from his problem. No, Kate. To me, KD just can't accept accountability. His place. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He can't accept where he's at in yeah. society or where he's at in the league. You know what I'm saying? He can't accept that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you have that mentality, and and we all know he's a mama's boy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He, he didn't really have the father figure. So I think that also plays a uh, an important role because, in my honest opinion, a, a father figure is is very important in a man's life. Facts. You know, because that's gonna that's that's the part that's gonna toughen you up. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying having that father figure, that, like I said, that's just my personal opinion. People say I'm wrong, whatever, but they're gonna kill you for that, cause I don't care. That's how I feel. And at the end of the day, I've seen it from my firsthand experience. Right. I've seen it plenty of times with, with young boys. I coach football. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these boys that I coach did not have. Missing dads. They had missing fathers. Right. You know what I'm saying? And as a coach, you're almost like a second father to these boys. Shit, sometimes a first. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it, it, that's what I'm saying. So it's like a father figure is, is, is important. You know, mother figure is important, but a father figure is a very important in a boy's life. But with KD, like I said, he responds to fans on, on Twitter and on Instagram. And all they, you know what I'm saying, they're saying things purposely to get under your skin. And you allow them to get under your skin. What's amazing to me is that he left OKC three years ago. And that shit still bothers. It's still right, it still him. bothers. Dave, everyone else has moved on. OKC. Nobody cares. OKC's moved on. They don't even have Russell Westbrook no more. Yeah. They've moved on. They're trying to regrow their brand. You said you go back there like, damn, the trainers ain't talking to me. This where we at. Yeah, bitch, because you left us and you went to a, a championship team and you helped them um, win a championship and you in that parade while we had the team to beat them. Bro, like they said, the, the two dudes said on Twitter, they said, the dudes on Twitter said, it's like you left your girl for another girl, mm-hmm. and then you trying to go back to your ex and think that she's just going to be okay with the way you left her. No. You didn't just leave her with a heads up. You left her high and dry for a chick, you know what I'm saying, that you thought was better. Right. That shit didn't last two years. Right. Three years. And now you trying to run back to your ex and think that she's just going to be open arms. No, it, it don't work that way. And, and you know, it was just, first of all, Katie is a free agent, so you can do whatever you want to do. But you didn't violate anything because contractually you didn't leave the team. You are free. But they were going to pay you. You just didn't want to be there anymore. Yeah. Because you felt like Russell was, or whatever, you say you didn't want to play for, um, who was their coach at the time? Not Scott Brooks. What's Scott? He called him um, an idiot. Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan, excuse yeah. me. Not Scott Brooks. And you said, this is how I knew KD was off his rocker. When this nigga had a burner account. Bro, he created a whole entire burner account. And then forgot he was in the burner account. That's how everybody found That's out. That's how he got exposed, because he forgot. He got so into the burner account <laughs> And, and he forgot to get out of character. You, you know? Did you hear what he said when they asked him about the burner account? On um, nah. He said, I, "I just made that account to chill with my friends and talk to my friends without getting bothered." Bruh, that's not true. That's not true. And let me tell you a funny story. I don't not a funny story, but something to add. I don't know if you know this, but I heard that with all the fuck shit AB was doing, guess who's been liking everything? Who? 
KD. Of course KD gonna like that shit. He gonna like the same fuckery. So, I, hate, I hate to be so blunt, but that, that's that shit been black, lacking man. on that shit when, when, lame. When, when AB called his grandma when he found out I'm, I'm free when he ran in his backyard and he called his grandma I'm free. They say Katie was liking all that shit, dog. And that's another thing. You you run around talking about I'm free, I'm free. Like <laughs> you just they was holding you hostage. And then even in the clip with John Gruden that he secretly recorded Gruden in. <laughs> see, look, we hopping back to Antonio Brown. Yeah, yeah. In the clip that he secretly recorded John Gruden in, John Gruden's like, "Hey, do you want to be a Raider?" And he's I'm trying like, to figure out if "Y'all want to make me?" I'm trying to figure out if y'all want me to be a Raider. I'm thinking to myself like. <laughs> Bro, they just paid you 30, mil- 30 million guaranteed. Oh, fuck it, cause they want you to be At the time, the time they gave you that contract, that was the highest contract for a wide receiver. Seaver, correct. Of course. If that's not showing you they, they want you to be a Raider, what does? How does that how does that how can you question <laughs> the the loyalty of a team or their intentions after they just gave you the largest contract? For a wide receiver ever. If you the fucking uh, played that their week one, check your fucking bank account, idiot. You would have had the twenty nine zero zero. If he would have played zero. week one, he would have had twenty nine million guaranteed in his bank account. But people want to create this. Oh, he did that shit on purpose to, to get out of of Oakland. Fuck. Man, I, I nobody can convince me that that was on purpose. I, I nobody. Think I don't care about winning the ring. Give me twenty nine. Twenty nine million. I mean, I care about winning. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, but shit. I'm not. There was like, oh, it's not about money. It's not I'll about money. Okay. It is, and, and it was about money because he showed he showed his ass. Because when he lost, if it wasn't about money, when he his contract got voided, he wouldn't have got so mad and so butthurt after you just made a public apology. So you just made a public apology. Crying and shit. Basically, oh, I'm so sorry to my teammates and da 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 da. So you did all of that to end up to leave on purpose. How's that, that plan? That don't make sense, man. That don't make no sense at all. That's some just so I just feel like a lot of these athletes, you know, Kevin Durant, Odell Beckham, Antonio Brown, it's like Katie, it's so yeah. much talent, but it just shows you where we've came as a society where you have a whole new era of and, and it's only gonna get worse. I hate to say it, but it's only gonna get worse. Because these younger generation, when they get older and they get into, you know what I'm saying, into the spotlight and the fame. It's gonna get worse. Football is eventually gonna become a reality TV show. What do you? I think Saquon, everything is a reality TV show. I think Saquon is humble for the next generation guys. I think he, you know he's a humble. Guy. Antonio Brown was humble at one point too. Mm. They you know what they say when when you get money. I mean, with Saquon, you know. First round guy, AB won a first round. I mean, I think Saquon is a very humble guy. I think so too. I, I'm not saying, but I'm talking about the younger generation, yeah, the, the ones that are still in high school and in elementary. Because oh, okay. you already think about it. When me and you were in school, when I was in school, when I was playing football, we didn't have all these these channels. They have seven on sevens. They have all these teams camps. from all over the. They have camps, football camps now. Out of the, they have them, but they didn't have them as much as they have them now. Right. You have teams from Florida playing teams in, in New York, and New York playing California, and the teams are traveling. They got travel teams now. Even at the little league level, these these teams are traveling, and they're on TV now, and they have huddle now where you can put your highlights. Like, there's so so many avenues and so many platforms for kids to be on TV and be recognized, and that's what people want. At the end of the day, that's what people want. So these kids are gonna grow up. 
and see their favorite players doing all this nonsense and think that they can get away with it too. Now, I'm not saying all kids are going to be like that. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like when a lot of the younger generation, when we're old and, and grayed out, a lot of these younger generations are going to be even worse because I'm sure the old heads above us are saying that shit about us now, our generation. Like, they probably looking like, what the hell is going on? You know what I'm saying? These these cats, back in our day, you know, we didn't... You know what I'm saying? Like, could yeah. you imagine an old head right now if they saw Odell Beckham wearing a watch during the game? They'd be like, what in the hell? Where what are you our, wearing a watch for during a football game? Where's our game going? Where's our game going? It's turning into a reality TV show. Because where is what is a watch? How is that going to benefit you? How is it going to help you? If anything, it can hurt somebody. So he, his rebuttal was always plastic. So that was his rebuttal. But my thing is, okay, it can hurt somebody. Not only can you hurt somebody, you're not going to look at it during the game. You're not going to be in the middle of the game, but, oh, let me look at the time. I just don't get it's large. I just don't get it. I, even thinking of both ways, I, I just don't understand, like, why why, why are you wearing a watch? I don't. I don't either, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, I it can't just, wrap my mind around It don't make sense. I'm thinking to myself, like, why? And the crazy part is, this is why I say, you know it's a fascist. I said the only reason... That he's wearing a watch is somebody's trying to cut him a check. It's a marketing. It's it's for branding. That's the only reason that makes logical sense. Is that it's for branding purposes, because there's no other reason that a player will wear a watch in a game unless that company, whoever designed that watch, then you're saying it's plastic. So if it's plastic, then you're definitely doing it for branding purposes and, and marketing purposes because you're trying to show that hey, we got these watches that are made of plastic that you can wear during the game that are durable. That's ultimately what it probably is, to show how durable these watches are. And then on top of it, this watch is $200,000, and there's only 500 made in the U.S. Like, where's the, the value? Like, when do we, you know what I'm saying, create value on, on things like that? It's gone, bro. It's, football's a contact sport. All it takes is for someone's helmet or something to hit that thing, and that thing going to break. Yeah. Or it's going to get scuffed up, messed up, whatever. I mean, you're going to be mad because... He ain't going to be mad. He got money. He don't care about that. <laughs> he going to buy another one. So what do you say for the people that's like, man, let Odell do him, man. Damn. What do you say to those cats? <sighs> what I say to them is that's my, I, I can have my own opinion. You know, at the end of the day, he going to do what the hell he want to do. I, what I say means nothing to him. He, I'm sure he gives no fucks. I'll say he don't give no fucks. And at the end of the day, I mean, that's that's what I would say. That's just my personal unless opinion. I can, you, I'm able to voice my opinion. Unless you Drake, because I think if Drake will holler at him, he'll listen. That's his dog. Man, they, I, somebody need to holler at him, because between football and basketball, like, it's it's getting frustrating. Antonio Brown? I don't think nobody is. What, in a circle? I know he went on, um, what's that show, LeBron got uninterrupted? Uninterrupted? Oh, in the barbershop? In the barbershop. Is that what it's called? The shop. The shop. That's what it is. My bad. So, yeah, he got the sh- he was on the shop with LeBron and them. So, maybe that, you know. LeBron has his occasion doing fuck shit, too. Uh, he'll dibble and dabble in. But it ain't as bad as, like. I mean, I don't know what Bron. Bron doesn't do nothing compared to what these. Oh, no, 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 no. You know I- what I'm saying? Like, I can't even. You know what I'm saying? Look, these dudes out here spending money on stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? Watches during the game when LeBron's out here building schools. Mm. 
He built a whole entire school. So it's it's different. You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't really put them in the same circle. You know what I'm saying? Like obviously people are gonna be human, people are gonna make mistakes, people are whatever. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it is what it is. But the grand scheme of things, the grand picture of things, you know, Antonio Brown is selfish. And I don't know, you know, his talent is going to get him a job, but when that talent starts to fade, he will be out of the league quick. Quick. He's going to be signing one-year deals for the rest of his career. One- to two-year deals. I mean, he get a few more years. Nobody's going to trust him with a long-term deal. Well, I mean, he's a few more years, he'll be on the back end of his career anyway, so. Yeah. I mean, he's 30, what, 31? 30. 31, yeah. I think he's 30, 31. So, a few years, he'll be on the back end anyway, so, I mean, hopefully he's taking care of his money throughout the course. That's what I'm saying, because... You could have got $30 million guaranteed and get hurt tomorrow, and guess what? All $30 million years. is still guaranteed. Whereas when you go sign a one-year deal. $15 million. Yeah, yeah, you may get that guaranteed money for that one year, but you ain't getting the long-term deal. A lot of these players, you know, it kind of goes into the next subject, the holdouts. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these players, they hold out trying to get these long-term deals because they want that guaranteed money, the long-term deal. Todd Gurley got his. Zeke got his. You know what I'm saying? Julio. Julio just got the highest contract. Julio getting what, 20 million? 20 million a year? That's just ridiculous. Oh, I mean, he deserved that. I want, give me that, give me that long term deal. I want the long deal. I want the guarantee money for the long run. I don't want these one year, two year deals. No. Right. Nope. It's not happening. But yeah, I was going to ask you what do you, do you think the holdouts are effective? And do you think that players should continue to hold out? Uh, to, get, to get paid It depends on how you do it I feel like if you're gonna do it um, Do it in the sense of That's not affecting um, Your team As far as like it, it, When it becomes a distraction Now if you just pleasantly hold out Like okay Like how Melvin Gordon that, That's a distraction You know what I'm saying I, I, I'm, a, I'm an advocate for Mel, Melvin Gordon getting his money, but I just feel like um, if it if it if it becomes a distraction, um, I don't think you should do it, like because you, you're taking away from the goal for that year, and especially if you got like two three years left on your deal, the team technically don't have to break you off yet. Mm-hmm. So now, if you're on an expiring contract, yeah, do that. I, I just feel like, you know, say, um, express your concerns to your team, but let your play do the talking. If you just say, uh, like Melvin Gordon, I feel like my dude is hustling backwards. Pay me or trade me. I think it depends. I agree with you, but I also think it depends on the athlete or the the player. Like Zeke holding out. I think was more effective because his value to the team. He has a, he, the value to the team, and also because the Cowboys are in a situation where they're a Super Bowl contending team right now. You know, based off of what you know, I don't like the Cowboys, but based off of what people are saying, they're they're a Super Bowl contending team. So with them being a Super Bowl contending team, you know, what I'm saying they they were in a situation where it's like we have to sign him. He's been the best running back since he came into the league, rushing-wise. You know, he's, he's, he's an athlete, I mean, a running back that we've never seen, you know, in quite some time. You know, Zeke is, is the real deal. 
you know what I'm saying? I, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but if I'm going to be objective mm-hmm. and be realistic, Zeke is a monster. Mm-hmm. Now, Melvin Gordon has had injury problems. Yes. He's been a little fragile. Yes. Also, it, I think with Melvin, it's kind of backfiring with him, his holdout, because now Austin Eckler then came in and filled in your shoes, and he's playing almost, if not better than you. The man had three touchdowns last week. You know what I'm saying? And that's from catching out the backfield and rushing. So, man, I think two rushing and touchdowns and one receiving. And, that's, and, and then that goes to my point with the athlete because I feel like it's double-edged sword because these teams are like, like they're using Austin Eckler. Like we can find somebody younger than you and cheaper. So I, I can understand why I want my security as far as if I'm an athlete. But on a team, I just feel like I, I, I can see both sides. I just – it's just how you do it, dog. Everything, it ain't what you is. It ain't what you're doing is how you do it. So if you just say, hey, you know, well, like look at Dak Prescott. Perfect as Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, he's supposed to his contracts up. Yeah, he's supposed to be trying to get Still a new deal. Playing. And they've been talking about negotiations over the last couple months. Couple months. I think they even say he denied what thirty five million or something like that. That was a rumor. That's a rumor, and he's looking for what forty million or something yeah, like that. That's also a rumor, but. He said him and his his representation said they ain't never say nothing like that. Then I mean, no one's gonna admit that. No one's gonna come out and say that, especially yeah. if they're in negotiations. Correct. But the whole point of negotiations, you're gonna start high, and then you guys are gonna try to Be find a middle ground. So, with him, if he's trying to get the same money as Russell Wilson, Russell Shit. Wilson got what thirty five, thirty four yeah, guaranteed. So, yeah. so if you get in thirty four, thirty five, um, sorry, not guaranteed a year. And you're trying to be in the same, you know, bracket ballpark. as ballpark as Russ. You got to start at forty, so that they can try to. Cause they, you start at forty, they start at thirty. I believe that. I and like I said, it's not how you do it. I mean, it's not what you do. It's how you do it. Dak knew his. Uh, granted, it's a different position, but Dak didn't miss training camp. Every time he gets asked about it. You know, hey, I got people that take care of that. Same thing with Amari. You know, excuse me, hey, I got people that take care of that. I'm not going to miss training camp because I know my guys need yeah. them. So I, it's just how you do it. You but know also, saying? first week, his first week, the man throws for 400 yards. Zeke only rushes for like 40, 50 yards. Because he's been in Cabo. He throws for 400 yards, throws like four or five touchdowns. Granted, it was the Giants' defense, but it's still an NFL team. It's an NFL team, and that helped his contract. Because like you said, he's at a, Dak is at a point right now where he's saying, I'm going to let my play do the speaking yeah. for me. My play is going to get me my, my payday. That's what you're supposed to do, and I feel like And I think with Melvin Gordon, I think that's kind of the route that he should have taken. You know what exactly. I'm saying? You have to gauge the situation. I'm going to rush for 1,000, and then we come back to the table. Melvin Gordon, he didn't even only think he had a thousand rushing yards last year. He had a lot of touchdowns. He got a lot of touchdowns, but he, I don't think he had a thousand yards rushing last year. You can probably look that up. I think he only had eight hundred, nine hundred rushing yards. He probably had some receiving, but he was also banged up last year. You know, you've been banged up a lot over the last couple of years. So that's another thing too. You have to understand the business side of it because the business side of it. Tells you that no, he didn't have a thousand eight hundred eighty-five. What I told you, good job, bro. I noted what what he had fourteen touchdowns. How many touchdowns he had? Ten. How many receiving? Fifty. 
50 touchdowns? How many receiving no, no, touchdowns no. he had? Oh, it doesn't say receiving. I thought you were talking about yards. I think total touchdown, he had like 14, 15 between rushing and receiving. Uh, but, like I said, he was banged up. He was banged up last year. He's been banged up since he came into the league. Yeah. So, with Melvin Gordon, I just – I think he's a great talent. I think he should get paid, but I the money that he's seeking, he's trying to seek Todd Gurley you're not type that, money. You're not that tier. And I don't think he's quite there yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he's I mean, quite there yet. Todd Gurley is good, but I feel, I think the Rams are their front office is like, damn, we shot ourselves in the foot because he the fucked up arthritic knees he got. So he Todd Gurley might not even see the 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 the, the length of that deal. Todd Gurley's weird. I mean, his his situation is weird. He was hurt in the Super Bowl. Last he was well, we know he was hurt in the Super Bowl, but even last game, you know, they said that they were going to unleash him. Uh, yeah, okay. One of my one of the viewers said I was right. It's fourteen touchdowns. Okay. Him, well, I'm good at this shit. What? What up to the viewers? But um, yeah. So You're live popping right now, cause live popping, dog. I'm on, okay. I'm on Facebook Live, man. I'm, I'm interacting with the viewers, but he said I was right. Fourteen touchdowns. Good shit. But um, what were we talking about with Sister? Uh, you were talking about um, shit, dog. I forgot. <laughs> I'm sleeping. <laughs> but nah, um, with the situation with Gurley, we're yeah, talking about Gurley. Yeah, talking yeah. about Gurley. So uh-huh. situation with Gurley, like last game, I was watching the game. At first, I was like, they ran him a few times, but then it looked like he was still kind of hurt because you know we're all knowing this playoffs. He was banged up. They had brought C.J. Anderson off the couch. The man looked like me running the ball out Dude, there. I was like... Man had a big old beer belly and everything. Oh, he, my he was, God. Hey, he was toting that bit. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was. He was it. But um, Todd Gurley scares me a little bit because at first I was like... I even tagged my homeboy. I was like, bro, because he's, he's a Gurley. He's a Georgia fan. So uh-huh. um, shout out Robert Maloney. But that's his boy, Todd Gurley. And I, I tagged him. I was like, bro, what's going on with Gurley? Like, what the fuck is going on with Gurley? Because Gurley... Looked like he's about to lose his job to Malcolm Brown because mm. the man came in the game and got two touchdowns. He had like I forgot how he was at like eleven carries or something. But then out of nowhere in the second half, it was like maybe they were saving Gurley for fresh legs because he got in the game in the second half and he started running that bitch. I'm talking Gurley. I was like, okay, Told this up. this is the Gurley that I'm used to watching. Like mm-hmm. this is the Gurley that I like seeing because right. Gurley when he's healthy. Whew, TG 400. What? We met him at the... Uh, yeah, the camp. The Bucks camp. Yeah, yeah. Cool Shout dude, out to man. TG 400. Man. Cool dude, but yeah. I, I think Gurley, Gurley scares me, but he still got his payday. Yeah. He, with, with his injury, he still got his payday. Yes. But like I said, I, with Melvin Gordon, I just I don't think that his holdout is going to benefit him. That's why he's... I coming. mean, it's going to get him traded, and somebody's going to pay him, but... It, it won't be the Chargers. I don't think it's going to be the amount that he's you seeking. What, It'll be close. Did you hear what the Chargers said? They're going to suspend all negotiation talks till the end of the year. Yeah. there's there's And they let him seek a trade. They let him seek a trade. If I'm the Bucks, y'all should get Melvin Gordon. Hell no. Man, you crazy. Hell no. And that's simply because of his cost. If he's not going to play. Okay. When have y'all had a ring game? If y'all are gonna help Winston, y'all gotta run the ball. I wanna, I wanna see what Ronald Jones is gonna do, bro. I'm not even being funny. I'm not being funny. I, here's the thing with me. 
when I was a little younger, I used to want the cute, big, sexy names and shit like that. But now I'm honestly, dude, like I like finding diamonds in the roughs and make it and develop. I, I like developing players. Maybe that's the coach of me. But I just like it don't have to be a cute name, dude. I was pissed when we got OJ in the first round that year because we didn't need we already had Cameron Brake. It was just a Pro Bowl tight end. Yeah, I didn't understand that move either. I mean, granted, I'm just they were trying to get weapons for for Jameis, which they got weapons for Jameis. Mm-hmm. But I, I honestly, but going back to what I was saying, dude, simply because Melvin Gordon, if hell, if he was holding out for his team, he wants to get broke off. We don't have that. First of all, we don't have the money. That's why Quan Alexander left and a gang of other players. Man, y'all can, man. I boy, that is one of the worst things I hate when people say we don't have the money. We don't. I we have don't. seen over and over and over where teams will make ways. My quarterback they is taking twenty million dollars. They will in. shift contracts. They will move players. If they want somebody, they can go get them. The followers even saying it right now. I, They're saying y'all should go get Gordon. Nah, not for that cost, man. No. Man, you crazy. No, dude. Shit, they right too. Y'all, should, y'all had a chance to get Dalvin Cook. Y'all, the, t- the Bucks have an opportunity. They had a chance to get Derwin James. What did I tell you about Jason Light? I told you about him the, the other day. I said he's not a good. He's so. It's like he hits and miss in the draft. We did. I thought for for sure in my heart we were gonna draft Derwin James that year because he was still sitting there after. Uh, uh, I think we had took we took OJ. No. no, no, y'all hey, took Vita Vea. Excuse me, that was last Vita, year. Granted, yes. Vita Vea is a beast. He can't stay healthy though, but when he is healthy, he clogs up that middle. But for the Bucks, y'all need a secondary. Y'all Correct. secondary is trash. Now, Grant Vernon Hargrave, shout out Florida Gators. Oh my fucking god. DBU. Everybody's like, yo, Kerry. Came in with the, the pick six last week. Everybody's like, yo, Goo, you so hard on Hargreaves. Y'all better leave my dog Hargreaves alone. One man. play for three years you've been on my team. One whoop the fucking do. Okay. Anyway. There, there's nobody. What has anyone on the Bucks done in three years? We're not talking about our team. All right, Let's then. get back to All the right. uh, <coughs> topics at hand, please. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, um I just feel like like I said, man, to answer your question, it's not what you do, homie, it's how you do it. So do you think, Gordon, bring do you your think holdouts are good for the NFL? No. I kinda disagree. Okay. I like the holdouts because I like the fact that either players gonna get paid what they are should be paid. Mm-hmm. Or there's a possibility that they could be traded and go to another team, and you don't know where they're going to go, where they're going to play. Like Melvin Gordon. Uh, believe it or not, I just read a rumor the other day or something the other day, I believe, on Twitter, where the Eagles tried to get Melvin Gordon. How many fucking running backs you guys going to try to we get? We were going to trade Jordan Howard. Oh, okay. We were going to trade this. some of our current running backs. Oh, I was getting And we were going to try to get Melvin Gordon, but the Chargers de- denied it. But if the Eagles can get Melvin Gordon. At what cost, though, dude? Carry. Sometimes it costs. If you're trying to win games, it costs. I get that, but damn, like there's too much money in the NFL for these players not to get paid. It's too much. Man, I'm a. You, it kills me when people be trying to conserve money and and save yes, that money. Yes, you need that. That shit is not gonna win you games. It won't. But you think I, the Patriots conserving money? Yeah, hell yeah. Dog, Tom Brady is so underpaid. No, he takes pay cuts yeah. so that they can pay other players. But my point is they're breaking bread. They're getting players. 
Bill Belichick doesn't do deals like they don't do large deals necessarily. Yeah. They don't make big big contract deals. They're but, smart, but that's because money. they have a system. Yeah, and smart. that system is plug and play. Grog's been paid. My point pay. is, they're spending every dollar. Yeah, they're gonna spend every but dollar. But it's going to the right places. It's not just going to one specific position. It's going to the right. It, it, Bill Belichick. I'm getting positions of need, and just so happens they're getting Antonio Brown because um, the rookie they got is down, and then they let DT go. So it's just like we need a receiver. So that's why it works with Antonio Brown. It's not oh we got the. They didn't need a receiver. Who the Patriots needed a receiver? Yeah. How they need a receiver? They have Josh Gordon, Julian Edelman, Philip Dorsett. And they still had to kill Harry. You forgot they just drafted. That's what I just said, the number one pick. So that's what I'm saying. That's four receivers. They didn't need the receiver, but and they had Demarius Thomas. The only reason they got rid of Demarius Thomas is because they got AB. Yeah, but I'm 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 saying as far as like <clears throat> Belichick just like depth at his position. That's that's what I was trying to say. He he likes man, he has look at the running back. They got Sony Michelle, Sweet Feet. They James got White. um Damian Harris. They went and got last year in the draft. They got James White, Sweet feet. Rex Burkhead got a bunch of PT last week. Burkhead, I don't. They 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 love him some Burkhead. They keep him around, and I think um, at one point, uh, not I don't know if this year, but last year I think they even had Bolden. They they kept about four or five running backs on the roster. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So the Patriots, man. At the end of the day, I, I mean, I hate them, but like I said, if I'm gonna be honest and be objective. You that system is – you got to acknowledge greatness, bro. You have to. Like, I agree with that 100%. You have to – you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to acknowledge what Bill Belichick has done. And I hate to say it, you know, Tom Brady, yeah, he's the GOAT. But a lot of, a lot of that has to do with Bill Belichick. I really feel like Bill no, Belichick, if you gave him, like, a Peyton Manning or a Brett Favre, you know, in the sense. That's same. why he wanted to prove to y'all with Jimmy G, this is my shit. Tom is living in my house. But I pays the rent. Jimmy, but, G, Jimmy G is another one. If if Tom Brady, if Jimmy G was supposed to be the the next heir, say Brady decided to move on and Jimmy G, he, Jimmy G would have flourished. He's looking like shit now, though. He what? He how? He don't even look like shit. Excuse me. He don't look like shit. He didn't play well Sunday. His first game back from an ACL. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> is it not? And he played decent. Yeah. He played a decent game until that pick six. Yeah, they were really running the ball a lot though. But I'm saying if that's that's in the 49ers system. I'm talking about if he was in the Patriots system, Jimmy of G course. would be a stud. Of course, he would be a stud. So granted, you know, I know people will give you know Tom Brady all his credit and everything, but most uh, to me, Coach Bill, seventy percent of that credit goes to Bill Belichick. Of course, man, he puts the personnel together. Of course, he's gonna get the and credit. and and what I love about Belichick is he keeps he keeps it simple. When I was watching a playoff game last year, he doesn't try to – He know, it's like you know – he knows his personnel. You know what I'm saying? He knows who he has. Okay, I know I got Tom Brady. Tom Brady is um, – you know what I'm saying? He's coming up with age. He's aging. Yeah, he's still got – he, he might be aging backwards. Who? Brady. Brady. That, but that's what I'm saying. It looks that way, but it's not really – I don't think it's really that way. I think it's more so the system. Because I saw when I was watching the, the uh, game, I saw him th- doing a lot of five-yard with Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman's doing a five-yard, you know what I'm saying, hitch or a five-yard, you know, in and out. Like That's his shit. 
That's that's he, he do a quick shit. or James White. He he do a lot of check down. Tom Brady does a lot of check down. Yeah, a lot. Now, granted, do whatever works to win games, but Tom Brady, he goes to his reads, boom, 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 cover, 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 drop down James White. And they got a run game, so that helps out. If you notice, the last few years since Tom got aged, or since Tom done aged, they line Tom up in the gun a lot. You know what I'm saying? Tom ain't really understanding. Like, you might catch him, but majority of Tom is in the gun a lot. Like, I might, yeah, I agree. But like I said, I mean, like uh, one of our viewers right now, he's saying that Belichick ain't throw the balls. It's fifty-fifty. Grand Belichick's not throwing the balls, but he's putting his quarterback in the position for where he doesn't and for success, where he doesn't have to make difficult throws. You know, he don't have to force anything. So if you're putting your quarterback in these positions, you could put any quarterback in that position, and more than likely they're gonna you know do that. But it also takes a quarterback that's smart as well. You know what I'm saying? You can't just take somebody that's not that knowledgeable and put them in that position. So that's what I'm saying. Don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking Brady. I think Brady is still a great quarterback, all-time great. He's still probably greatest quarterback ever. But what I'm saying is Belichick has a great deal to do with that success. Absolutely. So um, what we're going to do, though, is we're going to wrap this up soon because this is a good first episode. Absolutely. But this week we're going to talk about what we're going to do every episode is we're going to do, you know, our game of the weeks. So we're both going to have four games. You're going to choose your winners. I'm going to choose my winners. And then we're both going to choose for our fourth. Uh, we're going to do three games. And on the fourth game, we're going to do our game of the week, our upset of the week, or whoever you think, you know, is going to win. So we'll start with you. Um, the first game is Saints versus Rams. Oof. And... You know, give who you think's gonna win and kind of a little story on what you think, why, whatever, and final score. Saints versus Rams, so this will be It's in LA. Okay. Um, Saints versus the Rams. This will be the part three of the movie. Um first time regular season, second time we already know what happened in in a, in a NFC championship. I'm excited, bro. This game will be fun. As a Bucks fan, it made my heart smile what happened to them in the NFC championship, so I really didn't give a fuck. They talking about his past interference. We it was fucked we up. Gonna, we going to be objective. Yeah, you know, let me ain't let me be let biased me, now. Let me let oh, me okay, get around okay, to okay, it. Okay, okay, go let, ahead, my bad. Let me get around. But I think the call was it was it was it was screwed up. The the rest are very wrong. Um, this this should be a doozy right here. Um, I think this is gonna be my top game of the week. Um, this will be like our Fox does America's game to watch. You can't do that. This is a game we both picking. It's already on the list. We gonna have to do another one for that. <clears throat> well, since it's not in the dome, thank God, because they play like that. Feels like they have like a thirteenth. I mean, excuse me, a twelfth man literally on the field because. That, that that stadium is electrifying. But um I got the Rams winning that game. Um what's the score? 40, 41. It's gonna be a slug fest dog. You think it's gonna be high score? Yes. <laughs> Forty one to thirty-five Rams. Um Kamara's gonna give the defense hell like he does every defense. Alright, we're gonna well, we gonna keep track of these games. Week by week. So the next episode, next week, we're going to talk about whose record, who had the better record. And we're going to keep track every single week. And then at the end of the year, whoever has the best record at the end of the year, we're going to have to figure out something. We're going to have to create a bet. 
something. Maybe I'll wear if, if I at the end of the year. Here's what we'll do. We'll we'll, we'll say we'll it do now. this. Whoever wins at the end of the year has to wear gotta the wear other, the other team's jersey. I was just getting ready to say that. So if you got a better record, I'll wear Carson Wentz jersey. Woo! I'm a man, bro. I'll do it. I, Carson Wentz or um, I'll rock a James jersey. Yeah. Oh God. Oh you know, God. You know what? I can't do it. It. You know what? As long as it's the team, you can pick whoever you want. Okay. Well, I got a Wentz jersey. I'm sure you could fit that bit. So. Nah, be ready. I, I would want I I I'll order it because I like that green. Order? What you gonna order a whole jersey just for one day? It's a bet, bro. I got honor the bet. So you gonna order a jersey? <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you what I'm gonna do, but I I have the jersey. Um, nah, man, you just wear. I probably uh, hey, if you want to Nelson jersey. Aguilar, he's from Tampa, so I probably shout out Nelson A13. Um, and he went to Berkeley, and that was like um, Cambridge. To, School I used to coach at That was our biggest rivalry So they cheated us Out of a um, championship game So I might not even wear Nah, no, I'm just kidding, man Man, we gotta get back To these games Alright, yeah, yeah, yeah So um, I got the Rams 41-35 Over the Saints Alright, write that down So you got Rams 45-31 to 31. Well, I'll write it down You got it? I got it Yeah, I can't reach So you got Rams You can flip the page So the next game is Cardinals versus Ravens is at Baltimore. I got the Ravens winning that. I think um, Lamar Jackson is going to continue to uh, surprise people, not surprise people, but prove to them why he's he's um he's going to be a good pocket passer. Um, not one time he only rushed the ball three times the last game. With I was very impressed with Lamar Jackson. He he really surprised me last week. Cause I thought this boy was just gonna be a one-trick pony, but a grand it was against and, the dog. And who dogs. told you, dog? Who's um, trying to tell you about Lamar Jackson? Cause uh, Pat Kerwin, nah, and Jim Miller on NFL Come on, Radio, man. Serious Come Satellite on, man. Radio. Don't do this to me. <laughs> Don't do this to nah, me. Now you you called it. I'll give you that. Man, come on, man. I tried to tell you about him, dog. Um, but yeah. So so I, final score. Um, fourteen. No, no, we'll do 17 to 3. 17 to 3? Yeah. Okay. Baltimore. Next game we got on the list, which is a very good game the Vikings at Green Bay. I got Green Bay. Okay. Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to tear it up. The Packers will be 2 and 0. Um, this it's a great game because it's going to be a slugfest because it's a division game. You know our teams play with division. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the pack. We'll do 35-31 field goal deciding. That's four points. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. 34-31. Go, pack, go. All right. And then what's your game of the week? Any game you want other than the ones we named. Mm-hmm. What's your game of the week? Your Man, upset you, of the week. That one, you took my, well, we already named. Who, who, what's your team? I'll go to Cowboys and Redskins. Cowboys Redskins? So who yeah. you picking? Because it's at, I think it's at Washington. Mm, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. So your game of the week is Cowboys and the Redskins. And Redskins. Yes. And you think this is the game of the week? Why? It's gonna be a close game or what? 
one of the one of the oldest rivalries. We we saw the oldest rivalry opening Thursday, the um, Packers and Bears. But this is one of the second oldest rivalries in the NFL. The Cowboys and Redskins, they hate each other. Um, I just feel like another, like I just said before, bro, slugfest, a division game. Okay, final score then? High score? Nah, it's going to be probably like 28 to... 20, no, 28 to 14, Dallas. Dallas? Okay. Zeke and Dak is going to get on. All right, all right. So 28-14. All right, so if I had to choose, I'm going to start with the, let's see. The first game was the Rams versus Saints, and it's at L.A. So I'm going to go with you. I agree. I think it's going to be the Rams. Good it's, man. It's Good in man. it's in LA. Yeah. Um we all saw what happened in the playoffs last year. Yes. They even changed the whole rule. Yes. Where now you can challenge pass interference. You can I, challenge a challenge. Challenge a challenge. Yeah. You can challenge pass interference. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I saw it in the Bucks game. I saw Bruce Arians yes. he challenged uh something. Yes. Um and his man called me Aaron Donald. Man, I don't look nothing like Aaron Donald. Man. Not anymore. Aaron Donald ain't got no much. high top like this. You know what I'm saying? Well, you cut your hair. Aaron sure. Donald ain't this chunky, you know. But anyways, um, I got the Rams mm-hmm. uh, at home. It's a payback game because we all know what should have happened in that game. Um, no, what happened should I'm sorry, what happened should have happened. But I think that the score will be 38. So I'm going to pick the Rams. And I'm going to say it's going to be 38 to 31. Rams. Rams. High-scoring game. What, are, what was my score? You put 41-35. So I think it's going to be high-scoring too, but I think it's going to be a little bit less. The next game, Ravens versus the Cardinals. Uh, that one is in Baltimore. Baltimore. Oh, that's easy. I think that's going to be – I mean, the only reason why we chose this game because it's I like to see Kyler Murray versus Lamar Jackson. I think that's going to be a, a, a very high anticipated matchup. Kyler Murray, if you look at the last game, he started off slow, but then that second half picked it up. He picked it up big time. Almost brought them back. They were down 18 points. Came back, brought he needs them back. A line, bro. He needs a lot of pieces. But my dog was throwing the ball to Larry Legend, Larry <laughs> Fitzgerald, about 35, 36 years old. Still got it, bro. Yeah. Still got it, and I think he could still play another couple years. Mm. So, with that being said, LJ8, Lamar Jackson, LJ I tried to tell you, Vic 2.0, oh, I got no, the Ravens no, no, winning. No, 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 no. <laughs> I got the Ravens winning 28 what the to heck? 10. 10? I don't even think Kyle Moore is going to throw a touchdown. Sleep. Not against that Ravens defense. Sleep. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Exactly. See, they talking about it right now. What did he say? Saying he was slinging it. Boy, Kyler Murray was slinging it. Okay. Yeah. Next game we got on the board, Green Bay versus – oh, the Vikings versus the Packers is in Green Bay. I'm going to go with <laughs> – 
Oh man, go pack go. It's a tough one, boy. Go pack go. You know, as Stephen A. Smith would say, Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. Uh huh. But Kirk Cousins, boy, Captain Kirk. I don't know, man. Dalvin Cook playing good. Vikings defense look good. Green Bay defense look good though versus the Bears. The Bears. I'll go Green Bay in a close one. 17-14. I'll say Green Bay in a close one. <laughs> and I'll say it's going to be 21-17. to 17. What was my score? 34-31. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, just chill now. You know, shout out Heem. What the Super Chat one, one of our viewers, he said... Super Lamar, chat. he said Lamar over Vic. Uh, you know I can't, you know I can't say oh, that. Oh hell no! Nah. You know, Vic, Vic, my favorite player ever. You know I can't say that yet. Nah, not he, Lamar. He gonna have to do a little bit more. But you know I'm all about LJ8. Lamar from Sanford and Son. Man, shut up, I'm not man. Lamar Jackson. And then finally, <clears throat> my game of the week is going to be. Let's see. Philadelphia. I want to pick an upset. My upset of the week is going to be the San Francisco 49ers over the Cincinnati Bengals. It's in Cincinnati. Excuse me? The 49ers are going to beat the Bengals. That's my upset of the week. And the final score is going to be 28-24. to 24. Hell, that game probably goes 6-3. Sleep. Sleep. Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Mark... Put it on. Actually, we got to record it, so I ain't even got to say it. Write it down. Yeah. Jimmy G gonna throw three touchdowns. Wow. Three touchdowns. Cool. You heard it here first. Cool. Start a podcast. Make sure you guys screenshot that super chat. Screenshot it. Write it down. <laughs> Mark it on your calendar. You heard it here first. So with that being said, we are gonna wrap up this episode. Yeah. We appreciate all the live viewers. We yeah. Appreciate y'all. You know. <clears throat> Chatting with us. Yeah. Responding. We're going to be doing this every week. Yeah. Once a week. Yeah. We would like to get more participation. So tune in <laughs> next week. My dog, Guru. Yeah. Don't forget to check out his podcast, Guru Speaks. Yeah, man. Check out that Guru Speaks podcast, man. You know, some real shit. But right now, it's all about Straight to Pop podcast and real sports shit. Um, we we might get a moderator in this biz, dog. We we finna we finna do a better than Stephen A. and Shannon's chopping undisputed. If y'all want to be a moderator, you know a moderator, let us know. <laughs> you know we, we 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 might you know put that in there so we can have somebody keep us in order because we'll yeah. go we'll rant off for days. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll keep talking about the same topic for a whole hour. I do want to say this. Um, I'm excited, man, for what's to come. Um, next episode is gonna be is gonna be even better. Um, we're going to have all kind of things. I love how you guys um, super chat. That's what we're gonna call them, Darnell. The super chat. How they um, interacting with us on on Facebook, man. Oh yeah, we're gonna be live every week. We're um, gonna have this this wall right here. Gonna have <laughs> we're gonna have it decked out. Tell them this. Um, we're gonna go live on Instagram. So we're tell gonna them. be going live on Instagram. So check out Instagram. Um, um, eventually, we're gonna be on IGTV. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna have live episodes. Keep following. We're gonna have it's it's gonna be lit. We're gonna have uh, real deal episodes where you get can some, watch. Get a couple guests here and there. You know, we'll we expect to have some guests. Uh, one of the guests I want to bring on. I do want to bring on Raheem Monroe. If you're still watching. We need you on the show. 
My man got a lot of knowledge on different sports. Mm. I think he can come on here and, and get some good knowledge. So if you hear me out there, Raheem, we need you on the show. Two racks. I need two we racks. We want you on the show. Two he racks. Two racks. Two racks. One for you, one My for man you. said two racks. One for you, one for you. But for real, man, y'all stay tuned. We're going to be doing this every week. Um, oh, make sure you follow our page on Stir the Pop Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Yeah, follow our page Twitter. Stir, the, Stir the Pop Podcast on, on IG. Uh, you said Twitter? Twitter, Stir the Pop Pod, and, and Facebook, Stir the Pop Podcast. Don't forget, you catch us on iTunes. We're going to be on all platforms. Yep. So, um, yeah, stay tuned. Be prepared. Don't forget to get your fat league gear. You know, I got my shirt on right now. You know, you see it. You know, don't don't mind the pinky ring, you know. You know, look at the, you know, get the, get you your fat league gear right now. Um, we got the website, www.fatleagueclothingco.com. Go get you a shirt and uh, spread the word. And we out. Later. Long live Nipsey, y'all. Long live Nip.